Hello everyone, how are you this beautiful spring day? Officially spring. Well, this is the day the Lord has made and let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Monday we have Hope and Faith Journey. In this, we have episodes about encouraging and sharing lessons learned through struggles and challenges that we each face. Always knowing that we can turn to God about anything. He is our help, our refuge in times of trouble. Today's episode is something very close to my heart. Breaking free. Breaking free. In this episode, I just wanted to pause for a moment and get back to my why. Why I had started writing books and then some years later, why I began to submit episodes in this podcast, Turn to God with Karen. My why is to encourage others to overcome and to heal through whatever they're going through. It started around 2010 or so, and my book came out in 2014. At the time of my writing, I was still very much in recovery from a lifetime of abuse, child abuse, and life-threatening domestic violence. I kept feeling like the Lord was pressing me to share my testimony of how he delivered me from my life of abuse. My heart was still tender and it remained broken as I began to write. I was working full time then for the Commonwealth of Virginia and at night, usually around 1 o'clock a.m., I would begin with a dream or a vision like um, thing that would come over me of whole paragraphs in my mind. And I tried to ignore it, and then the paragraphs would start flashing brightly. And they would keep flashing until I finally would get up, and then I would go to my computer and put those paragraphs in. Well, once I, once I was at my, par my computer, I, the words flo just flowed. The words flowed. Although I wrote at night, I still worked full-time during the weekdays. So eventually, during my time of doing this, I realized this would not just be a personal therapeutic journal, but at some point, I do have to share it with others. But this was very personal information. Personal and very, very painful to talk about. I changed the dates, the times, the places, the names of individuals. To add another layer, I used a pen name, and that's how Karen Jane Casey began. My first book is titled, My Dear Rosa Jean. And in this book, I was able to share how a woman can easily fall into domestic violence in that arena, usually because she had already suffered some forms of abuse and her warning system was flawed. She had been conditioned to view it as normal treatment. She had been conditioned to believe that she did not deserve better treatment. Certainly in my case, I came from child abuse and failed relationships, some of which involved a continuation of various abuses sprinkled throughout my adult life until I met the one. I loosely describe this person in my book. He was like the devil. I believed he was a psychopath. I also described what abuses 
this woman in the storyline had suffered. And it would seem that every abuse the abuser uses comes from their, um, their abuse manual. And although they may devise what they think is unique ways of harming another person, usually a woman, they are always following some basics, such as verbal abuse, psychological abuse, property abuse, economical abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, and so on. Some people want to believe that they're not being abused because their significant other has not laid hands on them. But I can attest that there are many abuses just as harmful, just as painful, and lasting as physical abuse. In fact, some, I believe, were more painful for me to endure. I described in my book the dangers and struggles to break free, but that step is necessary in order to escape that abusive environment. The hook, <clears throat> I introduced the hook, and that means there will be times when your abuser is nice, kind, loving, and that is the hook. Otherwise, the victim would leave. Otherwise, the victim would not have hope. Those times of being nice, kind, and loving are deliberate to devise to keep you held there. The hook. The character, Rosa Jean, received professional help to get out of her situation, much like I did. There are many resources available today such as hotlines, shelters, victim witness attorneys, aid, protective and stalking orders, laws, and so on. Please listen to this. If you believe or even suspect that you might be suffering abuses of any kind, now is the time for you to find out the resources available to you in your area. Now is the time. Don't wait till it's an emergency. Have someone help you with an escape plan now, before that emergency condition happens. When I wrote My Dear Rosa Jean, I didn't know how I would be received or how my book would be used. I found out that women who were in shelters escaping their abusive situation and women who were alone in their stages of overcoming or feeling stuck after leaving such an environment and those women were my readers. But also, women who were on the outside looking in could gain an understanding of those who were suffering in abuse. You know, someone looking from the outside in and they've never been in it, they're scratching their head. Why are they staying there? What is happening here? Why can't they do this? Why can't they do that? They don't understand until they are educated about it. And my dear Rosa Jean does a good job of that. People who watch from the outside have no idea. They don't know how to help in the situation. And, and you know, they don't know who it is that's involved because they don't know the warning signs. It might be their sister. It might be someone they dearly love. And they don't, they're totally unaware of it. I know there are a multitude of reasons that women stay in it. Many times the woman has been systematically conditioned to believe that her abuser holds all the cards. She has already been beaten down and believes him when he says that she cannot make it or live without him. 
He is her world. When a person is terrified to stay and equally terrified to leave, they don't know which way to turn. They are like a deer in the headlights. Without help, they may remain facing tortures to their mind, their body, and soul daily. And some women, yes, some women die in that situation. It's life-threatening. I'm sharing with you now about my dear, dear Rosa Jean because I recently revised it. And these revisions have been suggested by my friend Angela Brown at Yeshua's House, a faith-based safe haven, faith-based safe haven for women and children coming from domestic violence and financial hardships. I was on the board of directors for several years with Yeshua's House, and now I serve in the advisory capacity. So per her suggestion, I have added an index so that you can readily find the pages within the book for specific topics, such as, like I mentioned, why she stayed, some of the red flags, and so on. And while I was at it, I added an appendix that contains my recipe for overcoming. And my recipe for overcoming actually came out uh, years back. It's in a brochure, Hope for Your Future. But in the appendix, I have placed it in there so it's easily, easily accessible. So in my recipe for overcoming, I refer to, I refer it only to abuse, but the five ingredients are basics to help you overcome any challenge in life. So it's not just abuse, it's any challenge in life, the basics. I'll list these ingredients now. Number one, you may guess, is turn to God. He is your refuge in times of trouble. Not only will he rescue you, but he will redeem you through the blood of Jesus. Come to him with a repentful heart, ready to walk away from your sinful life. That's not doing you any good anyway. Believe Jesus is the son of God who died on the cross for your sins and he arose. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Number two, the second ingredient, safely leave that dangerous, abusive, or habitually toxic environment. If it's an emergency, dial 911. The National Domestic Violence Hotline number is this, 1-800-799-7233. Safe. Go to your nearest shelter to seek advice of experts and devise an escape plan. Number three, the third ingredient is to believe and have faith. Have you turned to Jesus for salvation? Then you know that you are loved. You are worthy. You can dispel all the lies of the enemy. You can walk in faith, not fear, knowing that the Lord is with you. He is always with you. Number four, the fourth ingredient is be filled with gratitude. Deliberately look at how the Lord has already delivered you from troubles time and time again. And think and speak your thankfulness to him for that. With gratitude in your heart, there is no room for pity parties. And the fifth ingredient, which is probably one of the hardest, is to forgive. Have you turned to God for forgiveness? then he did forgive you. Forgive yourself. Also forgive those who have abused you and those who were indifferent to your needs. 
Please know that there's a vast difference between forgiveness and trust. It may be dangerous to tell your abuser that you forgive him. They don't even have to know. They could be miles away. It's a personal thing between you and the Lord. It's a condition of your heart. You don't need to let your abuser know that you have forgiven them. Forgiving someone does not mean at all, no, 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 that you can again place yourself into a dangerous environment. No, you may never be able to trust that person again. And unfortunately, that's what statistics tell us. When someone has become an abuser, they don't want to change. They enjoy the power and control that they hold over another person. Statistics hold that that is almost always the case. Of course, I want, I want you to read my book, My Dear Rosa Jean. If, not, if you're not in abuse, then read it for your sister, your neighbor, another person who may be silently suffering. Educate yourself about abuse. You can gain an understanding and learn ways that you can be helpful. My book is not expensive and you can get it on ebook. Does your friend or family member need it? Then get it for them. While you pray for them regularly and offer what support you can in the capacity that you feel able. My desire is for everyone who suffers within an abusive and a toxic environment to break free. Break free of it. And let me pray for you now. Dear Lord God, King of the universe, thank you for your abounding love, your mercy and grace through Jesus Christ. I pray now for healing and a good future for all of those who have suffered abuse and toxicity of any kind. I pray that you will give them the resources that they need in their process of breaking free. I pray that you, Lord, will bless everyone who is in this episode now, that you will bless them with favor, double for what they've been through. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. I am Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And then Wednesday mornings, we have the episode Sword of the Spirit. Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner. I invite you to share your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is always welcome at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. And you can also find a contact page there and contact me through that. When you go to my website, you'll see information resource material relating to domestic violence. You'll also see my books, my blogs, and podcasts. If you have read and enjoyed any of my books, I'll really appreciate a review on Amazon.com. Well, thank you and God bless.